0: Hey there, we've got a very unique episode here for you today. Basically, I needed a break. I think a lot of you needed a break. So we just turned on our Zoom chat to everybody in the industry and just had a nice hangout. It turned out to be really pleasant and just what I needed We do talk about some really interesting things, um, including the new Float Buoy project. Be sure to check out what Float Tank Solutions is launching. Very exciting. Juliet gives a lot of information on what that is about. I talk about my Patreon images. And we talk to Luke Kruger about what Mandala Float Systems is up to. And just talk about reopening through the COVID-19 crisis and how everything is going for our float centers. So it's a pretty interesting one. Just uh, if you want to have us in your ears while you're running around doing your errands and stay in that floaty, salty world, we're here for you. Here we go. <laughs> guys Wait, are all open. I think I'm the only one closed. I think there might be a couple other flow centers out there that haven't opened yet, but for the most yeah. part, everybody's in operation.
1: Three of the four of mine are closed. Oh, yeah.
0: That's right. Wow. How come yours are still closed, Gloria?
1: Well, you know, Illinois just opened phase three, so we um, we're just waiting until kind of everything stabilizes and, you know, we're trying to you know, kind of figure out what we're going to do with the South Loop location, and right. I'm just you, you're taking not it slow. Three.
0: You're just you're not phase three. You're just waiting for phase three for everything to kind of. Open. No, I mean
1: phase three is already. I mean, it's already passed. Oh, June third, okay. we were supposed to open, but we just decided to wait. Okay, um, we're not given even the circumstances. Four. Yeah. Okay.
2: Indiana is almost completely reopened. We're in yes phase four out of five. Is that right? I think. Yeah. I um, think that's right. Like you wouldn't even know that there's anything happening.
1: Like, Yeah. Really? It's, it's totally back to normal. It feels like, oh, except it's good. slow.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Exactly. It's still yeah. super
3: slow.
4: Um, we had a, a phone call today with the other three or four float centers in Maryland. And um, like
5: last, last week was our first full week open and we were slammed. I mean, we were doing, I mean, slam for us, you know, we were doing probably, you know, nine to 10 floats a day. Uh, you know, 15 massages a day tech was working and then this week hits and we're doing less than half of that. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. We went from our first like three weeks that we opened, we were, I mean, almost capacity every day, um, which granted that's a reduced capacity, but still, um, we were pretty full and then Memorial day weekend hit, it just dropped. And then like, uh, Saturday, I think we had maybe five floats Sunday. Oh, Sunday hurt me. Uh, we had one salt cave. We had two scheduled. One was a no show. One salt cave at ten thirty, and that was it for the whole day. Ugh. So, yeah. I like
5: yeah.
0: Oh. So, so I got a question. I I got my business experts on here. I've been lamenting to Sandra, poor Sandra. Oh God, she's got other things to think about than just my my whining. But we got we got PPP right. A lot of us got some loans, a couple grants, and it was like, okay, we're closed for a minute here, businesses, take this money. Now, it's like, I'm still closed. You are still forcing me to be closed. I legally can't open. Plus, there's pretty inarguably a recession going on. People are worried about leaving their house. What is the plan from the government to help us going forward? Is there any plan? Gloria, you've got your finger on the pulse usually when it comes to the stuff in the works. Talk to me, Goose. Talk to me.
1: Well, I, I know that they have made some strides with the PPP Repayback program, right? So it, right. Um, <laughs> oh,
0: you're going to set Drew off here, but yeah, go yeah, ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know Drew, okay. but it's. I mean, this was the right thing to do, right? So it went from eight For weeks sure. to twenty-four weeks. It went from having to hire all of your employees back by July 31st through December. Um, the payback period is now gone from two years to five years. So that's that's a positive. I know today, or or maybe it was yesterday, they just reopened the EIDL loan process for non-agriculture businesses again. So that's a positive because they had shut that down. Um, but, you know, my biggest concern, and I don't know who on this call this affects, but it goes back to this unemployment situation where the employees are basically earning this extra six hundred dollars a week which is you know significantly more than what they make working full-time yeah so there's no incentive for them to come back the um this is not a political discussion but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean right it's why wouldn't they they're they're young and they've never they're they're making more doing nothing than than they would be working so um you know it's it's really gonna be interesting to see what happens because right now there's kind of a a tug of war between the Democrats wanting to continue this six hundred dollars through the first of the year or you know taking it away completely is the republican position right and and maybe doing an incentive to go back to work so um you know some but somewhere in the middle we have to figure that out right. because I'll tell you what if the uh Situation happens where everybody keeps collecting until the first of the year, mm-hmm. we won't have employees. Yeah. Well, and, oh, or, oh, go ahead. Who's, I was
5: going to ask one thing. So, my understanding is when it comes to that, if you have employees that you
0: are offering their job back, right? I was just going to say this. Refuse it, they come off of
5: unemployment.
0: Yes. But it also makes you a big old jerk. <laughs>
5: it, yeah. You know, yeah. A, like, we have to reopen. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 The, and that's the challenge, yeah. too,
2: is that even if you do reopen, can you afford to pay those employees yeah. then? Because business is not amazing. You know, like there's yeah. some pre up demand. And for those who haven't opened yet, you'll probably, you know, hit a nice little welcome back. But then does it last? Does it not? And especially now that there, there's talk about a second shutdown potentially coming and some places mm-hmm. haven't even reopened
1: yet. So, yeah, and we talked about this, I think, two podcasts ago, but you know for me, I'm trying to really honor their opportunity to get this extra 600. I want them to, right? But I also I need to operate. So what I'm trying to do is really I mean, I am crazy with managing the schedule right now. Uh-huh. The it's number by of hours. appointment only. Yeah, so okay. the, basically, I have seven employees that work at this one location. And so I gave them all the opportunity to pick up one shift a, a week. Wow. So it stays okay. under their threshold okay, of cool. being able to collect their extra $600. Yeah. And it also like serves the business needs. So it's a tw- yeah. it's like an 11-hour shift. Interesting. But, but actually, it's not. Because if we don't have – I basically block off the ends, force people to book in the middle, and then mm-hmm. you know open it up or close it elastic scheduling, right? So I'm doing that every single day. Like today we had morning floats and night floats because I didn't do that. So I had the girl check out, you know, clock out, go run errands, go get some food and come back for the later appointment. So it's like really high maintenance to deal with this right now. Right. But you don't want to pay people to do nothing. Right. Yeah.
0: I love that glory. That's what we've been talking about doing—is just keeping on people, just that little drip, and it yeah. feels like this. There's almost like disingenuous then towards like the government, kind of. But it's like, wait, what? Do I care about how the government feels? Like, you, no, wait, you
4: shouldn't care. About <laughs> it. All the, I'm not an expert, but I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Uh, it, it, hi there uh, by the way hi and yes
0: luke, hi luke is in here with the alternative viewpoint as always oh, <laughs> right out of the little,
6: gate a <laughs> little upshot with luke hi guys oh good nothing i said or anything I yeah just... no,
0: no no not yet mute yourself mute yourself
6: <laughs>
0: how are you doing luke it's good to see you
6: good yeah good to see you guys too i'm just putting together some uh some orders to send out and drew oh, texting cool. me to get on here i yes. i've been off social media for a couple of weeks for a couple of months and um yeah it's just good to see you all again it's and sweet. Drew,
7: loving Me the too. shirt bro that was a coincidence
2: i not- almost <laughs> for days. wore mine my- i almost wore the mandala shirt today Nice. Oh, I had wow. to represent
0: out of the float or else I'd obviously be wearing mine as well.
6: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling the love, guys. If I had a AOF shirt, I'd have it on too. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I don't
4: have another. a mandala shirt. So what's up with that?
6: I don't either,
4: Luke. <laughs> and it of, hurts. Oh. It's the last
6: conference, so you guys just it, need to come by the booth and give me a hug yep. and get a free shirt. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty I gave, sure you a a gave you a hug. <laughs> I'm a hugger. <laughs> yeah. I actually remember you both did give me a hug yeah yeah <laughs> so I but you did you give that him that
0: the, the little nose in the ear that's what i do that's how i got my shirt a little oh. snuggle
6: <laughs> i didn't know that was a thing dylan i thought that was just because like we shared a bedroom and
0: like, well yeah, it became time. our thing didn't it yes At the <laughs> hey julia (laughs) i have a question you are working on a super secret awesome project oh somebody's cell phone is right next to a microphone
4: uh yeah semi-secret maybe at this point
0: at this point i don't i don't think it is um and i was actually gonna talk about it as our as our ad read tonight if this ends up being an episode but uh, since you're on maybe you could really break it down but uh, oh i would
4: much rather hear your pitch than mine oh
0: god (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm really curious. Well, I, okay, you fill in the details then. Let's talk about the buoy okay. Project. Is that the official okay. name? Is
4: it live? That, that is the name. I, I, have, <laughs> I have fought hard and championed this name. I really like <laughs> it. <so. laughs>
0: Great. Well, um, you know what I could really use you for is the website, if there's a website to go to. Um, but uh, uh,
4: Our okay. landing page is not live yet, but uh, okay. that is uh, imminent. Well, we'll check
0: it out. Here's some great (laughs) editing work here going on. Be sure to visit Floatanksolutions.com forward slash buoy. That's floatanksolutions.com forward slash B-U-O-Y. There we go. So that's the website. And uh, Kim's going to go note that timestamp for sure. (laughs) Oh, we don't have any timestamps. Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) 5.17
4: <laughs> 5.17 anyway, p.m. So, so the Booing uh. <laughs> Project is
0: something that the Flow Tank Solutions team is working on. And mm-hmm. basically, it's uh, to start booing people's marketing potential, right? Like we, the, the problem that happens all the time is that is spinning all these plates all the time is so much work. You take on a business and you think you know what you're doing. And then as it turns out, you've got a lot of gaps in what it is you're actually able to do day to day. Uh-huh. Even if you know a bunch about marketing, it's really hard to get going uh, because all of a sudden you're at the front desk all day. You're managing employees. Gloria's managing her schedule. And so uh-huh. what the buoy project is, is it's going to be assisting people creating that content. So whether it's writing most of your monthly email and then leaving a space for you to fill something in so you can just send that out. Um, it's going to be social media content that you're able to put into the feed and start launching it out there. Uh, uh-huh. Juliet, is this?
4: correct me have I missed anything uh, you haven't uh you haven't gotten anything wrong but that's really like only scratching the surface right in a lot tell of me ways. more
0: this um, is gonna be more than a 30 I mean this is the launch of it I'd love to actually yeah, truly yeah. understand everything
4: so for starters we're going to be doing a minimum of uh uh providing minimum of 10 social media posts a month for people uh, on top of that, there's going to be a monthly newsletter, and included in all of this is going to be one or two uh, float-related blog posts that are intended to directly target float mm-hmm. customers. Um, it's high-quality content. You know, It's going to be the same people that put together the uh, content for the Floating Solution site, so... Um, there is a, a, a certain caliber and standard that you can expect from that, that would uh, be carrying over, but it's also going to be, um, we're going to be providing a content schedule as well as, um, fun things like, uh, float memes and, um, a- a- and a few other things, um, We're, we're still finalizing the offering, but, um, we want to make sure that it's taking out a lot of the guesswork and Mm -hmm. a lot of this isn't necessarily that it's, it's difficult work that needs to be done. It's just that it's time consuming. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we're trying to just take that time for everybody and put a, so that you can like, you make that money back in, uh, just in convenience, if nothing else. you're freeing yourself
0: up. That's something we've talked about a lot in the past is what is your hourly worth worth? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, to be able to save time as the business owner is definitely going to be valuable. So again, visit (laughs) floatanksolutions.com forward slash buoy. That's floatanksolutions.com forward slash B-U-O-Y. And that's where you're going (laughs) to... Going to go to learn more about it, to sign up, all of that good stuff. Thanks, Juliet. Thanks for helping me with that ad read.
1: That's (laughs) exciting.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, This is. It's. It's definitely a very Mm. big uh, shift in focus for floating solutions, Mm. but I'm really excited about it. Um, It's. I, I, I. This is something that we have looked at offering in one form or another um, for like the last year and a half, I think. And it just never really happened. And, um, Are you saying that you've experienced some downtime recently
0: where you've been able to get some work done?
4: We've (laughs) had an opportunity to shift focus a little bit. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Yeah. that's certainly true. Can I
7: follow that up with a question? Um, is part of the shift of focus because, there, like, have you guys seen a decline in the amount of interest in new float centers opening? Is that Good question? I, it seems anecdotally like there is. And oh,
4: uh, so- I'd be pretty comfortable in saying that, yeah, that's true. Yeah.
8: Um,
4: we have, our entire business model is essentially reliant on new people entering the industry, and we're not experiencing hmm. that at the same level. We have had, um, l- a little bit of interest, but I think right now, especially people are either not in the position to take on a big investment, like opening up a a small business in a very uh, niche industry, or um, they're perhaps maybe a little gun shy about it. Um, And so I think that people who are looking at uh, new investments are probably more likely to do things that are considered probably a bit safer. Mm. Um
1: makes sense. nicely put. So r- another quick question Juliet. um uh-huh. is this going to be and maybe you can't speak to this but is it going to be like a subscription model with a commitment mm. um is it going to be customized to provide like a brand flair or is it going to be kind of one set of content that either you you adopt or you don't how, how will that work? So uh we
4: are, it is going to be a subscription model. We will be doing things on a um, a monthly basis. Our We wanted to keep the the price point relatively affordable, especially considering where everybody's at right now. Um, our opening offer is about... Uh, you know, I, I think... Yeah, I can, let's, let's hold I, off. Oh, you,
1: don't yeah. yeah, okay. you don't have to say. Yeah, you don't have to say. Yeah.
0: My understanding um, is there may be a, a time commitment initially out of the gate just so they can figure out how many people are signing up and understand how much money right. will be
4: coming in as, and as business owners. We understand. How much yeah. Help. We obviously don't want to be, um, putting people on the line for things that, um, you know, aren't going to pan out for them. And I don't, if you've ever worked with floating solutions before, it, like our, our like customer service and re- return policies and all that aren't suddenly going to change just because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we uh, in a lot of ways we're we're trying to help out like our friends and our float family and uh th- i that's i we're really cognizant of that going into this is really what I mean to say awesome great so any other questions <laughs> awesome. I have
7: a float home
0: question does that
7: oh count? uh
4: i I am definitely the wrong person to ask about the float home questions. <laughs> okay. Lay it right. on me, Drew.
0: Yeah, we might be able to answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh,
7: actually with Julia's help, uh, I <laughs> was able to find a, a couple things. So I'm looking, I'm, I'm in an office condo park and there's eight, di- uh, five different buildings, A, B, C, D, E, F, G type of thing. Mm-hmm. And like three of them just became available. So I'm looking at maybe taking one over and doing, I want. Mm-hmm. I really want to get like weird. I want to have like <laughs> an, an Alice in Wonderland adventure of like mental and physical well i already
4: endorse this i don't know what's happening but i'm a big fan <laughs> right so
7: i love oh, it the i want the chair that has it's a vibrating chair and then you use the brain tap it was at the float conference uh-huh. yeah like an and hour on the phone with the guy today he was awesome and i yeah i'm like ready to get one for my house even if it, I, I don't it's- cool. <laughs> so cool uh so one of those um something similar to the lucia light but a. Uh, a cheaper version cuz those are like $25,000. There's a Pandora Star that's like 5,000 and mm-hmm. a guy who floats with me happened to meet the guy who started that in France like 6 months ago and this guy sold him one of these units for like half price cuz they he was in France and it was a friend of a friend. So <laughs> he came back saying, "Hey, have you ever heard of this Pandora Star?" and I was like, "Yeah, of course." And he actually has one so he's interested in kind of running that through the business so a room that has that Mm -hmm. you know like a little trippiness to it Mm -hmm. um a couple saunas that are and when i say like i want like you know how i don't know if anyone ever went to these parties where you went around the world and like there was vodka in one room and it was decorated like russia and then there might have been like rum in one room and it was decorated like the caribbean so i want to do like a, a sauna that's in like the rainforest and have like a terrarium and that's, like a
0: pond. That's Gloria's house. Yes. Yes. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, you know right. what
1: I, you know what, Drew, you reminded me and Kim will appreciate this because we're both Disney alum. At Epcot Center, they called that drinking around the world, where, you know, in each uh-huh. international pavilion you yeah. had a cocktail and by the time you did the rounds, you were feeling great. So we're gonna come here right. to your trip yeah trip on whatever you got going on in sauna number one i can see this little experimental uh box going on i love
5: it does
1: that mean
4: that the float center is going to be themed around the earth coincidence control office or is that (laughs) just me being overly (laughs) optimistic
7: (laughs) that's i like that i like that It's uh, overly optimistic with where i'm at in in Mm -hmm. my area but oh
0: we lost gloria She'll be back. Be she young. always comes back.
7: <laughs> so but having like a place you're, you're, that's really trippy. You're muted,
0: Gloria. I'll unmute her here. I <laughs> said... <laughs> I said. <Her> husband is... <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> behind no. her. Aww. Beautiful.
1: He's... he's- He's so much more than good looks, isn't he? Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry for the interruption. And Drew,
0: I want you to finish, but also uh, John McDonald has been on the phone or on the phone on, on our Zoom call for a while, and I just want to check in with him after after you're done, Drew. I just want to. No, cue I'm No, I
7: just wanted to know that Float Helm could do all those different ser- services.
4: Uh, I actually can't answer this, and that is that uh, Float Helm okay. has been able to integrate. Uh, like individual services pretty easily for a while now. Um, so yeah, you shouldn't have any trouble with that.
7: Yeah, the plan it's is coming together. I don't know. You
4: guys just wait for yeah, It's yeah. going to
7: happen.
1: Yeah, it could easily work with Float Helm. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I smoked, I smoked no a lot
7: of stuff issues. and came up with a lot of imaginative ideas during this quarantine. So yes.
2: like, <laughs> what have you been <laughs> up eating? to, it, Drew?
0: Crazy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. oh, Spawn spawned those ideas, Drew.
0: Yeah. Spawned. <laughs> yes. Julia, were you going to say something?
4: <laughs> yeah, I actually... Um, I remembered a part of uh, Gloria's question that she asked earlier about the Bowie project. Oh, please. Um, you, you asked it about whether the content was branded or not. And um, oh. we were, were intentionally going to leave everything unbranded with and, and provide people the, the tools and opportunity to be able to brand it themselves. So um, when we release things like the... Um, the blogs will have an option for people to link directly over to our site if they don't have a site that they uh, feel comfortable updating or, or something that they can use there. Uh, or we'll provide like full HTML pages that you can uh, customize yourself and, and implement into your own website. Uh, as awesome. well as um, unbranded um, I- images and, and content that you can uh, take and, and edit yourself and put logos on and, and that sort of thing. So. Uh, we, we've tried to be very cognizant of that while also, uh, recognizing that we won't be able to do, uh, individualized approaches for mm-hmm. people, but, uh, providing people the tools to be able to do that is Perfect. really
1: front and center in our offer. Awesome. And I love the name. Thank
4: you. <laughs> yes. Love it.
1: That's really <laughs> clever.
0: Thanks. John, how are you, sir? I'll unmute you here. Get ready.
1: Big con- John.
0: Oh, is he hitting that? Are we going back and forth? There we go. Hey. Hello. Hi, John.
5: Hey John. Hello. Hello, everybody. Uh hello, Gloria and Kim and Dylan. And thanks for doing this. And uh that's about it. I was mostly planning on listening, <laughs> but thanks for doing this. <laughs> and uh and that's I, I and you I didn't, you, didn't, you didn't open up any you only open up one door, Gloria?
1: Yeah, we were supposed to open uh, the two in Chicago on June 3rd, and we're still doing some work in Lake Zurich. So I just decided right. to hold back on all of them for now all and have right. like an official launch. Yeah, there's just right. a lot going on. Yeah.
5: Right. Yeah, a lot right. Going Good. On. We op- so we opened the 3rd. Uh, I'm in Chicago also. Oh, okay. On the, the yeah. far northwest side, I'll there. What's the name of your center? Tranquil Waters Float.
0: Okay, thank you
5: uh out by o'hare and so we opened the third uh i mean like like bob said we were a little bit more busy at the beginning and now it's kind of even out a little bit but it's going along who knows what's going to happen you know nobody knows yeah but uh hopefully they can get a handle on this thing and uh you know make it not as spread as much uh we've been open Four years now, I think, coming up on four years in November, I think.
1: And I just Um, had the chance to go visit, John. When was that?
5: That was right Right. before the the thing.
1: Right before, yeah.
5: I was second-guessing that hug.
8: <laughs>
1: Rightfully so. You don't know where I've been, uh but no, I—that's it, uh, right. I think I actually went to visit John on my way up to Lake Zurich, right. I, I had my right mom after, with me.
5: Right, right after you got it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I had my mom with me, and I was kind of giving her. The tour. I think it was, was, like a, it, was really I think nice. it was only
5: like a week before or ten days before the shutdown. Yes. It happened so fast, you know. You it kind yeah. not coming, but it happened so fast. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for, thanks for doing all this internet stuff. I I, I think I got kind of used to these Zoom meetings and um. Nice. So anyway, thanks a lot for doing it. Yeah, yeah, we're
0: glad you're with us. And uh, Marco Polo have been my my COVID apps of choice. All of a sudden, <laughs> my friends talk more than we ever did before, just because of this Marco Polo app. I love it. Uh, it's been-
1: I had it and I got rid of it. Um, not enough of my friends used it, but yeah. Re- you have- oh,
0: let's get the art of the float going. <laughs> what the heck?
2: Gosh, oh,
1: We so enough
2: with Slack and text messaging and, yeah, yeah, and know. email. Oh <laughs> like- <laughs> uh,
4: boy.
1: Blue jeans.
4: <laughs> I have a lot <laughs> of my friends on Discord. I don't know if anybody else yeah. has been using that.
1: I hours. heard yeah. about Discord. Yeah. Is that is that not very new? Has it been around a while? It's been, it's around, been around a few years. Yeah. Okay, it
2: really, like it was really prevalent in the gamer world, and so okay. it kind of started there. Um, which interesting, we uh, used we used to use it with all my uh, yoga teachers at the studio where I used to teach. Um, and it's just hard. It's it's one of those like it's another app to get people to use right, if they right. aren't already using it. You know, just like everything else. There's somebody. You should have
6: named there. it something else. It's got yeah. bad audio issues, and you can't get everybody aligned on it. <laughs> <laughs> Discord.
0: Yep. Discord is Out. a cool – it is cool in that you can have a conversation ongoing. You can do yeah. audio and stuff. I've had issues with it. We stopped, My. I've – been, I've been doing Thursday night game nights. I'm part of that gamer community, Kim. And uh, I have a buddy who works on Minecraft. And so every Thursday night, we've been playing Minecraft. Which I don't enjoy uh very much, but it is my chance to hang out with my friends, uh yeah. so I do um
2: my kids love it though
0: yeah so. it's it's virtual yeah. Legos, it's fantastic, I get it. The neighbor kid all he wants to do is come over and play Minecraft on our Xbox and ask yeah. me to have my friend make changes in the game. That's <laughs> the things <laughs> he should be doing, which I Lots. report back to
4: him on Marco Polo. It's great, yeah,
0: yeah,
4: but not on discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh yeah i've been playing uh, outer wilds as, as oh, you saw you commented yeah. on that
0: Jeez, that is the most <laughs> brilliant game i've played in years it's
4: really uh, cool it's very atmospheric i like it a lot yes
0: um, um i don't want to give anything away but the soundtrack is good but by time yeah. you're done with the game it's one of the most memorable soundtracks i've ever listened to and i i enjoy oh. listening back to it
5: what, what game uh, was this?
0: it's called outer wilds um, I hope this isn't too much of a spoiler. Well, I'm I'm assuming you want. I don't feel like a lot of our listeners are gamers. I game yeah. gaming. It makes you know, more money. I think that's than a movies. dangerous stereotype, yeah. there, Dylan. Yeah, well, you never know. Does who here plays video games? I'm oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, and Luke too. All right. Well, here I am putting people in a box. I like so four
3: hundred hours <laughs> in Elder Scrolls Online during this whole.
0: i think that counts yeah yeah that definitely counts i think you're hardcore is the the yeah (laughs) the title for you uh so the the idea is that you're in a little solar system not our solar system um and i think it's every 22 minutes or every 26 minutes the sun explodes and then you restart um and uh i think that's all i'll say so it's this little gameplay loop that seems really weird and um you just kind of shuttle around from planet to planet they're tiny little planets and um real tiny real tiny yeah it's, it's cool how it works, and yeah. the changes you make don't go into the next cycle, so it's all about learning um, and understanding how things work to do mm-hmm. things that's that's all I'll say, really brilliant game, really, really cool.' Like a so really, creative. really fast humanity reboot uh, uh, well
7: <laughs> groundhog day
0: it's it's a groundhog day exactly
4: yeah for the galaxy.
7: You yeah. to learn a little bit more and get to yeah. the the yes, the exactly. gameplay is
4: is very like Majora's Mask. Um, didn't I never did play that? Oh well, it's a it's a three day cycle. Um, oh, I didn't. And so. it then the world ends and you have to restart at the beginning and you go and do a sub. so. So oh, it's very very similar. I had no idea. I didn't yeah, know that, it's that style it's that real cool. Um, it's definitely the, like the more cerebral of those like Legend of Zelda games. Okay, and got it. It's it's pretty cool. I like it.
1: Uh, so I guys, feel so I, uncool right now.
6: Yeah, yeah go ahead. finally, talking to people who play video games.
1: You
4: know.
1: yeah. I is wanted it? to show a few
6: things that I'm uh, sending out right now. This is yeah. like a, it, so what this is, is for.
0: This is Luke, um, by the way, for listeners. And he's going to describe what he's putting up in front of the cameras. <laughs> oh
6: yeah, most people are audio probably. Well, it looks like the Rebel Alliance symbol from Star right. Wars. is what Yeah. And then it's got pins that come in from the outside. And what this is, is this inner circle is inch and a half PVC outer diameter. Hmm. And then this one out here is four inch PVC inner diameter. So if you're familiar on the the old Samadhi, was the first place I ever saw it was.
8: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, it's the, the suction, you know, it comes in above the water line and then it goes straight down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
6: and that's inch and a half. And then you can put a four inch sleeve around that. And what that does is make a waterfall effect, right? Because you got the bigger... Uh. A cylinder so around cool. it and it has to pull over the top yeah i don't know if somebody figured that out kudos if they did and <laughs> to whoever who did figure it out uh-huh. so this is just a bushing to hold that in place because otherwise it just kind of jangles around in there nice. you know uh-huh. yeah um, it kind of improves the flow too because it keeps it in one consistent spot so it's just more consistent mm-hmm. um and the the lovely folks at float seattle have been using this for a little while and they love nice. it and um, I've recently been upping my 3D printing game. This is a new kind of plastic to me that uh,
1: awesome. would just
6: be much more suitable to the Are you the moving that? It has some flex to it? Is that what you're doing? It has some flex to it, yeah. Nice.
1: And it won't oh, ever degrade really cool. inside or outside or wow. anything like that. Cool. I love uh, Luke's nerdiness. I was yeah, Luke, say.
0: Why are, float, <laughs> center, why are uh, float tank manufacturers not just hiring you to R&D their it. float tanks? Because right? you right? improve on them every single time.
6: They take all the liability. I just get to do the fun stuff. And then...
0: Nice, yeah, right. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: the Every Mandala hole. fan is the best improvement to my isopods. I love that. So, yep, there it is. Yes, right and my
1: affilion too. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, affilion yeah, is such a good tank. I love my affilion yeah. tank. <laughs> Not right now. Oh, oh no! My God. <laughs> I so my South Loop location. We won't talk about the chaos there, but no. the Affilion somehow has this just layer of crust all the way across. Like it is so bad, I don't even know what to do with it. Salt crust? Salt crust, like a salt yeah. layer, like and almost water? like a creme brulee coating. Oh yeah, that's only on the top. I love creme brulee. Yes. Got to run yeah, it does sound place. delicious.
7: <laughs> yeah, we,
1: we can't because it's savory crumble. The, the mm. controllers are gone. Oh, you can't. You can't yeah. plug and plug in the affilion? Well, I mean, we can do that, but we we can't. We don't have the mechanism to turn the filters on and on on and off.
5: Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. In, the in, in, the
1: undertank he he business, is off. Right?
2: <laughs> the
1: Undertank is not off. So how does that, glare? wait,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. The water's not moving. The water's yeah. not
1: moving. Yeah.
0: But And so nobody's going in there to move the water and. No, how I long? mean, we,
1: we can't do anything. So it, what's been.
0: I know it's been too, I know the problem already exists, but if, if yeah. I can just. Uh, so why not do like a Christmas tree timer? So you plug it into that thing and then it goes off once a day or eight times a day or whatever.
1: Well, I mean, we didn't have this issue until our controllers got stolen. Oh,
0: got it! This yes. just happened.
1: Damn. I see. This happened. So our Wave Room controllers are gone. Our Orion controllers are gone. Our <sighs> I stole the a billion. controllers. Yeah, all, everything's yeah, everything's gone. So Wait, that's,
5: yeah, that's South Loop. Should, that's your south yeah, loop. Floor?
1: that's my soup, South Loop location. So when I went that's in, bad. uh this, Sorry, let's this, solve this problem. I was going to say, you should be Which able, to, should be able to just hook a spring wound.
6: Like, a let me tell you
1: something, Luke. Yo. <laughs> I'm going to call you, but right. just keep in mind, nobody's been there. I literally just got into the space for the first time after 12 days because it's been boarded up. I didn't have a way to get into my own space. <sighs> <sighs> oh, so has, it's, uh,
7: has an insurance adjuster been in there yet?
1: Next week. Oh, oh wow. Next Jeez. week. God. Yeah, That's next week.
0: Long time.
7: Yeah, the,
1: they're so busy. I mean, they're so busy, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. What are you going to
0: do with Escape Pod? Because they're not making tanks anymore. Are they going to be able to... Do they have any spare remotes? I'm, sh-
1: I'm sure. We'll be fine. Okay. We'll be fine. Well, it's, it's a switch. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Mario, we'll be did fine. they
5: take that viral machine?
1: No, we didn't have one there.
5: So oh, we are we were good
1: with that. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about that.
5: Okay. We'll move Understood. on. But Understood. it
1: came up. It yeah. came up with right. like when I... The, the whole affiliate conversation, it just gave me like that jolt that I had to share that. But Luke, I will be calling you.
0: Cool. Now, is a philion yeah, a the one with the bubble? That's yeah. bubble? Yes, I love, yes, I love, love it.
1: People yes. love that tank. That's so cool, they really do. I, uh,
4: I actually have a, a a fun fact about that tank. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, please. Well, it's it's a fun fact for for me. Um, <laughs> it, th- that it, might, it might be fun actually, for us too. We'll see. Uh, that tank <laughs> is actually the one that I came out in. To myself. Wow. To yourself. Wow. Oh my god. In an affiliate float tank. In uh That's Jeremy Warner's
1: incredible.
4: In Jeremy, Jeremy Warner's Jeremy's. affiliate float tank in his basement. Nice. So awesome. nice.
1: He I miss him.
4: Oh, I do too. Yes. What an incredible he human. Best.
1: He really yes. is. Shout out I to Jeremy. You, Jeremy. Jeremy, if you ever listen and ever visit the industry <laughs> again, we love you. We miss you.
0: Jeremy, come yeah. back. Do what's best for you, of course, but God, yeah. man, he added <laughs> to this <laughs> community. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah it's a cool dude right He's a cool cool dude. dude. he was it's one of my favorite story about
6: the aphelian too um okay when jeremy was first getting those made uh so they were made in the same place the yeti koozies and stuff were made hi graham oh wow
1: hey graham
0: good to meet you hey. a different um, different gra- Kim. kim's <laughs> husband graham <laughs>
1: What? He's he married to Graham? Graham?
2: Tell me
0: more about the buoy project now that you're on. <laughs> I don't have the shirt that
3: says the other one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> ha, ha.
2: I, I told him at the last conference that Graham Talley is the other Graham now, just because you're older. So.
3: Oh,
4: wonderful. Knowing our Graham, I don't think that that'll sit well. I think there will be a, a bit of a contest for that title. Oh, God.
2: You know, maybe we should come up with, like, what that duel would be. It can involve you could be Gram A,
0: and, and that could be Gram 1. Mm. <laughs> um, we cannot just
3: vote. <laughs> I
0: think, It depends I think, what community I is voting. <laughs> that might not go right. well that's for you. A, that's, a, that's a dangerous proposition.
2: <laughs> you might lose dear. You and, might lose
3: I'm the one that said I was the other one to begin with. Maybe so we should put it to a singing. We should put it to a singing
0: competition, maybe. Yeah, a vocal competition.
3: I might definitely lose that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, anyways, this Aphelion. Yeah. Get back
2: Get to Luke. it, Luke.
0: This so, is the podcast I wanted tonight. This is exactly what I needed. Thank you. <laughs> Please, Luke. Go ahead. Um.
6: Yeah. Okay. So the it, it's made in this big metal mold okay Mm -hmm. it's it's bigger than the aphelion because the aphelion is the inside of that cast right okay Okay, so this big hunk of metal that's shaped a little bit like the aphelion from the outside but definitely you know the inside is is what you see um but this thing is full of resin and it's up in this big like terminator robot thing that they pour this they pour the stuff into it, and it like just standing there. I was like, "Oh my god! If that thing, we would all get crushed." It's like a huge Stonehenge pillar just going like this in the air with these robotic arms.
0: He's flailing his arms body. wildly for our listeners.
6: <laughs> What's that? Where is this? The Yeti Factory.
1: Where is that? Um, it's not Nebraska, is it?
6: Uh, Omaha. Well, it's. Oh, it is Omaha. Okay. Between Lincoln and Omaha.
1: Oops! There she goes. Yeah.
6: Sorry, but yeah, Dude, I just scenario. wanted to share that because making an was, appearance scared me.
5: All right, <laughs> guys, it was good to meet everybody.
6: I got to check out.
3: Oh, all Bye, right, nice to, for you, Bye, nice to see Hello, you, Bob. I appreciate it.
6: Very nice to
8: see
3: you again. Yep. See you, John. Bye. Bye, John.
6: And I actually can't stick around too much longer, and I know I'm talking your ear off, but I want to show you a few more things that are pretty fun. Hardly. I want to see if you want.
2: Yes, what do you yeah. have, Luke? See if I can lift this thing. <laughs>
4: what a preface
0: (laughs) i mean never mind
4: i'm just kidding it's not that heavy
6: now this isn't going to look like much so listening viewers don't doesn't matter um just a bag of catalytic carbon you guys ever had this stuff before negative no so activated carbon (laughs) is a thing right yeah we've used activated
3: carbon in our fishing.
6: i i've been using oh good beautiful um Mm -hmm. Nice. I'm wearing a white shirt, too. Uh, activated carbon is really good for clearing out a lot of impurities, organic and unorganic, um, like, say, chlorine and um, ammonia. I think ammonia. I don't, I'm i not exactly sure on that. But a lot of things, whether it's air or water, active car- activated carbon works well with it. So um, this is also activated carbon, but it's it's different. It's catalytic carbon. And this will remove chloramines from the water mm. yeah so um that's really exciting because I, I don't know a lot about this stuff but i know that like because i shock with chlorine and yeah. got it the, the chloramines kind of build up to where it's not as effective anymore um so you got to remove the chloramines in order for chlorine to really work and, and it's just much cleaner that way anyways huh. um but that little bag i showed you was two hundred dollars for that stuff
1: Oh, so wow. how much does it take? Like, and how did you even discover that this is the case?
6: Yeah, um, it doesn't take a lot, and I discovered it because I was just searching like what takes chloramines out, and and that's what came up. So does it? It colored I, the
0: fingertips. Your fingertips? Does it color the water at all, or is it? It
6: will if <laughs> unless you're in a one micron filter. Right. So okay. um, I've been just dumping. The little granules of activated carbon into my one micron filter, and that whole bag turns black, but it doesn't get into the water. Got it. Um, and I wouldn't have done that, but the guy who makes the the filters was like, "No, yeah, it'll catch that <laughs> stuff." I still didn't cool. believe him, but during lockdown, it was like, "Well, oh, funny. If it goes black, at least I got time." You know, <laughs> but uh, so it worked pretty well. And then I happened to set my phone on this. I wasn't even conscious of this. I've had this thing for like a year and a half. Um, this was initial prototype of, uh, I want to fill this with carbon and put it on the return of your tank so that the water flows through the carbon
4: mm-hmm. huh.
6: because otherwise I don't really know, you know, the one, one, way you can do it is, is put a mesh bag. I've got some here, but anyway, you can get them on Amazon or whatever, just a fine mesh bag and fill that with carbon.
1: Oh, but then you have the bleeding effect too. Anyway. We need to sign Luke up to do some infomercials.
0: Well, I was going to, I actually no started way. the timer. We will be billing him it's for his time uh, for being
6: on game. the show tonight. Hey, I'm not trying to sell these at all.
0: <laughs> oh, this is just
6: really fun nerd stuff in the
1: basement. <laughs> it's awesome though. It's so yeah, it's It really, it's, cool. it's, it really but is. But if, if you act now, <laughs> right, yeah. two for you can get two. two. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You can
3: get
0: one for free.
3: Just pay separate
0: fees. <laughs> <laughs> right.
6: that's, my, that's my business model in a nutshell.
0: Nice. you have a business yeah, model I you're way ahead it. of me good work it's
6: yeah it's, it's make money and f you <laughs> <laughs>
0: <All right. laughs> oh but yeah Graham? so anyway oh go ahead if,
6: if you have a one micron filter you can play around with carbon even just the regular activated carbon that's not so expensive helps um but without the one micron um you really got to rinse it really well and then get it out of the water right when you're done or it will continue to bleed black oh. stuff into the water
2: water is really oh. good for business yeah, yeah. black
6: water everybody yeah. likes that right. and creme
2: brulee, Tum- creme brulee and yeah.
6: <laughs> wow. Exfoliating exactly throat. what
2: it was like creme brulee mm. that would have been so fun though <laughs> yeah a nightmare but fun <sighs> crush. Uh, uh, yeah.
4: on the bright side like with the aphelion because it's all plastic you don't have to worry so much about the uh, sticking to the tank or or damaging the sides or whatever
1: there's Yedica. there's lemonade Rahm. out of lemons for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
0: As Gloria <laughs> mutes, mutes the dog. <laughs> yeah, great <yeah>. to <laughs> completely silent until she star- starts talking. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm yelling, like I'm yelling at her in the background. <laughs> <gasps> no.
0: A good piercing the veil on every recording night. Not every night. Don't get me Gloria. Don't get me wrong. There's some great nights. There's
1: been one or two that she hasn't done that. <laughs> How many yeah. have we done now? 60? So, yeah. <laughs> hey, um sp- uh,
0: speaking of the podcast, tomorrow is Amy Grimes' birthday. Oh, so I miss her. Be sure what? to wish Amy a happy birthday. Yes.
2: Didn't
4: um, hear it from us. But... She
0: doesn't like okay. to, you know, put herself out there about her birthday, but be sure to wish <laughs> her happy
4: birthday because she's the best. Okay, so yes. unlike Amy, um, the day after like? the day after is my birthday. <laughs> um, happy birthday. Um, happy birthday on the 18th. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, nice. okay. Try to solve oh, an equation real quick. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I didn't realize that, uh, Amy and I had birthdays so close to each other. Oh yeah.
0: Cool. Well, happy birthday in advance. Thank you. Fantastic. Yes. Are you doing anything special?
4: Uh,
3: or
0: can you <laughs>
3: <laughs> locking down?
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, I might actually have a, a digital birthday party. We'll oh, see. cool. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Nice. Excellent.
3: That's fun. It's definitely
1: like a that. thing. Yeah. That's fantastic.
3: We are very lame and don't show up to things like that, but...
2: It's, well, it's, <laughs> we're, we're old and on the East Coast. So, yeah. Kids, you know,
0: yeah, all that stuff. Oh, Gloria, I swear. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least I'm going on mute.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, right. this is... hey Luke, how how has it been since you, you've been open this whole time, I believe? How has it been going up
6: there? Um, real slow for a couple months, and then it started to get back to normal a bit. Hmm. And then uh now it's super nice weather, uh, so it's slowed down quite a bit again.
0: It's amazing that all our businesses are opening up right at around the time right. businesses our our float That's centers tend to slow down. Yeah, right. Right. Well, uh, Pretty brutal. We, like
7: just, yeah got to yep. get that right attitude to deal with the is going to be slow for the next like three months so let's get to I the mean, fall, no matter what yeah 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 right
0: a let alone like, recession thanks. we
7: get to open during the slowest time of the year appreciate it <laughs> yeah Thank <you. laughs> yeah
0: thanks for all the help
2: mm-hmm. cool yeah yep it's a good time for maintenance it's a good time for all these yeah. special projects it's yeah you know haven't even work been, on, work on been... your marketing and your social media plans and like, In re-training like
4: and retraining yes. and yes yes Yep. Um,
0: I haven't been talking about it on the podcast on it just because I've forgotten to. I don't think I've mentioned it, but we've torn apart our Tranquility Room. All the tile has been torn up in the showers and the Ooh. floors, and we've, we're putting down tachron, Uh tachron flooring, and for our Infinity Room, we'll have that as well, our Open Float Tank Room. Uh, yeah. So it's grippy, and um, it will clean easier and not degrade like tile has over nine years, which is, in yeah. the last few years, just been embarrassing. It's been really, I hated people coming into Portland at during the, the Float Conference and seeing tile liquefying and everything um but it's an expensive project and we're we're finally getting things up to snuff so all that's gonna be, be putting the buttons on it right before opening probably next week if we're allowed to open we found out i don't know if this was i doubt it made national news but we were supposed to find out um portland or i should say multnomah county which is Portland proper basically put yeah. in to go phase one, which means a lot of, you know, most businesses get to open and, uh, uh float centers included, float centers included. Yes. Uh, and then they no announcement, no announcement, no announcement. The last day it was supposed to be announced three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, no news, seven, something, an unofficial report goes out from a reporter saying, uh, they are not allowing it. And then I think later on an official statement went out
4: yeah, um, it wasn't it was until a... like ten PM. I is think. that right? God. I think that's I think that's right. Is when the official announcement came out, and that's rough. That's real rough. That's well, so bad. when you have employees, When
6: they in? specify for float tanks?
4: What's that? Everywhere else is like, what am I?
8: Right. Yeah.
4: Um. So something cool happened in in Oregon, and um, where uh. uh uh, unmanned, uh, health services, uh, got included in, um, the phase one reopening or, um, and like alternative wellness and, and everything. And they, they, when we made a, uh, a, a request, they, they mentioned specifically that floating was included. So, um, yeah, it's fortunately we were able to do some, some legwork early on so that they were kind of always uh, conscious of us at the very least. So those Mm -hmm. conversations have been a little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, The
2: the health departments and government agencies still have no clue what float centers are in, in Indiana. And there's, I'm okay with it. It's a blessing and a curse, but yeah, we're going to take all the blessing we can out of that.
3: The yes. only, the only bad thing that happened with us is because the way they insured the center, they insured us as a, uh, salon. So we got lumped in with oh, the funny. opening yeah. of salons and barbershops and things like that.
2: But, but really like we were kind of left to just figure it out ourselves and go for it, whatever it was, you know, there's a couple of centers in uh, Indianapolis, unfortunately, two locations, you know, one business, two locations, just announced they are closing, um, but in Indiana, there's really not a ton of float centers. So we, we really kind of pick where we wanted to go, you know, yeah, wow. we,
0: that's cool. Yeah. That's great. I mean, yeah, for what it is, that's great
2: for what it is. <laughs> yeah. Health department was like, you're a what now nah, we're not interested in you. I so. actually have
3: a letter from the health department that just says, we don't know what you are. Have at it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, double edged. Like, great. We we don't have to put right. chlorine in by default. Like, we don't have to do certain things. But at the same time, somebody else can open up and just mm-hmm. drop the ball and give give floating a bad name. Which happens. Yeah. It happens where yeah. there's not
4: regulations. <laughs> you know,
2: really, we just have to worry about that one in Northwest Indiana. That's the only one. Oh God. are they
4: using, Zen yeah. <laughs> oh, this are is... they using a Zen tent? <laughs> 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 That's telling, funny. Imagine, but, uh, you're
7: muted. Give me <laughs> <beauty of> Gloria. <laughs> You're lucky. for <'cause laughs> <I sense laughs> <a> real choice <joyous laughs> words.
1: <laughs> no. Oh, Juliet, she's talking about Float 60 Northwest Indiana, where there was no creme brulee there. Okay. All good. okay. 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 Yeah. Dogs. So it's, it's all good. Sorry, that was not the dog. That, wasn't, that, was that it? wasn't me. Okay. I get blamed for everything. <laughs> Damn it.
0: Well, nine times out of ten.
4: That's true. <laughs>
1: But the one out of 10, I don't deserve it. <laughs> I don't right. deserve it.
4: Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please continue.
1: No, but anyway. That's right.
4: That's right. You have a, I, I forgot you have a center in Indiana.
1: Yes. We're uh, just South of the uh, border of Illinois, mm-hmm. Indiana. Yeah. So Kim's at the absolute opposite end of me. And uh, one of these days, because in my, Full time job. I'm now traveling to Kentucky and mm. all over the place. I'm gonna be coming through and visiting.
4: Oh, okay. she's, Ex- she's expanding your territory, <laughs> encroaching on the turf war. Yes. I remember I remember playing that that game on the T I eighty six in, in middle school where it was <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, you had the perfect. the, wow, the drug wars guy. and yeah, yeah.
0: TID i three for me, but
4: yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: I've got to head off, all guys
3: back. my uh my brother Thank just man. got back in the country, so we're gonna have a little uh meeting ourselves, so but it was good to talk to everybody. And thanks to for joining on. us. Yeah, yeah, he flies for FedEx, so he's like cool. in Asia and stuff like all the time and so
5: nice. I don't well, very I don't nice from
3: that much, so yes. but yeah. it was great seeing you all, and we'll see y'all you soon.
0: Good yeah. To yeah. See all right see you on we'll Facebook. see you later. Can I, uh, gosh, such affection with those two. So, um, All right, Dylan. just, <laughs> <thank you. laughs> wow,
8: wow.
0: does everybody I love that have a side gig with their float centers? I mean, so especially when, when this hit, we said, mean, I got super stressed out. She got, well, you're, you're married to your side gig, Drew, right? Like, oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry. I
6: misunderstood.
7: I'm sorry.
0: Oh, oh that was Luke. Sorry. There's I thought other... that was true
7: yeah like other income yeah my
0: yeah so my yeah family. when you're together are there two sources of income i guess yeah i, I don't know if that 100 percent counts but it's just interesting to me like are there people and, and we have it, when when this hit sandra went well we were both stressed out she got a full-time teaching gig at university of portland uh and it doesn't start till after the till the fall but all of a sudden we're like <sighs> okay, we can breathe, we can still run the float center, but I I just feel like no matter what, we're financially stable. Um, Gloria, you have a full-time gig. Drew, you've got a full-time wife. (laughs) Yeah,
7: it takes a huge burden off. I was not nearly, like, I didn't worry about my house payment.
0: Right, right, right.
7: And that was part of, that was actually part of design when I opened. we very much intentionally lived within means of, her job and i took all the risk with mine and
0: which makes sense
7: yeah so Mm -hmm. we're good i'm good i don't have that stress of both like we both work there relying on that income
0: and that's what originally sandra was working as a nurse uh when we first opened and then gradually you know worked less and less until you know when we were secure kim you've got like 80 jobs so like side gig (laughs) you don't have a primary gig right
2: Yeah, right. You know, I'm a a gig economist, I guess. But like, I mean, Graham gets paid through the float center. So, you know, his salary is through the float center. I don't get any income from, you know, the float center, um, my consulting work and which my consulting work is 80% float centers. And so, yeah, whenever we, uh, when the industry went down, when we all had to shut down, so did I right. basically, you right. know, I was still doing work and, um, you know, reduced fees for everybody, but, um, yeah, it hit hard. So got it. Yep.
0: How about you, John?
5: Me? Yeah. If you don't uh, mind me asking. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Uh, no, well, I always do other stuff for money, but the insurance is, is what you got to worry about. You know, the health yeah. insurance. I don't know what anybody does with that. Mm. Uh, so my wife, my wife, was doing part-time before and then she went full-time with the airlines, but she gets a oh, wow. leave absence. So I don't, I don't think they'll take her back. So oh wow. I have to figure something out with the health insurance. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to work. Although I filled out some stuff on that indeed and then they get bombarded with emails. Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: yeah. You wow. know, the insurance is, it's really the number one reason I went back to work. Um, <sighs> You know, I, I was working full-time all through building float 60 and I only took like a year and two months off of working my full-time job. But that year it cost float 60, a ton of money to insure my family. Right. I mean, it was, That'd it was definitely, on your own, it would, huh? yeah, it's, it's, I mean, for a family, it's cost it's crazy. Right. And, and half of it came out of my paycheck. Yep which literally I have a, I I have a, I didn't turn it into a meme, but I screenshotted like my little Gusto paycheck from float 60 when, when I was working there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was like $2 and 13 cents every two weeks because I just paid myself enough to take the insurance deductions out. But John, I mean, you bring up a great point. I mean, it is super important to have it. And it's something that You know, it really does help if you have a spouse that carries that load because if you don't, I mean, we're we're talking like over thirty thousand dollars a year,
5: yeah, right, to 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 insure a family. And and, and the more you make, then you don't the the Obamacare, none of that stuff kicks in. But they're doing away with that, Mm. right? Absolutely, health care is a huge thing. They're so, yes. trying. But the one that Starbucks, called, oh, who knows if they're going to be hiring, they offer health care for part-time workers. Mm-hmm. That's what she did before, if you Oh, that's good.
1: There. Interesting. That's good. I, I I thought at one time that the industry could kind of create a group insurance hmm. type of of offering. Hmm. You know, they they do that in some industries, and I thought about kind of uh researching that and uh, you know seeing where that went, but I was too preoccupied with running the you know the business. But yeah, I think that would be interesting for people in our industry to have access to something like that. So really so.
4: okay. so, uh, yeah, nope, you can nope, have insurance <laughs> solutions. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, yeah, no, this is this is a great point. Um, mm-hmm. it's huge. Uh one of the things you know, where the reason that we uh called the Bowie project the Bowie project and not like float tank marketing membership in in line with our other products, like you'll notice we have very literal naming scheme of like hmm. uh business plan, construction packet, apprenticeship, like not a whole lot of imagination in there. Um, but uh, the buoy project is a little ambiguous because uh, we want it to be flexible and, and adapting to the needs of the industry as it, as it goes forward. Um, awesome. And one of the, th- one of the things that we want to do is uh, start leveraging uh, collective buying power in this mm-hmm. sort of way. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Obviously that's a bit more longer tail. We need, um, we need collective buying power in the, in the, the, project itself before we can start leveraging it yeah but um being able to do things like get group discounts and yep um, it, and like on software as well as like being salt. able to salt yeah Grape? salt yeah. is a big one obviously and like hydrogen peroxide and and um uh, and stuff like that but yeah going Juliet, into insurance you know, is, get
2: insurance
4: Yeah. Insurance would be huge and (laughs) huge. Really?
2: Yeah.
4: Um, it can
1: make or break a business for sure.
4: Yeah. And that's not part of the official offer, but like, that's also like the kinds of stuff that I want to be focusing on with this. Mm -hmm. Um, and right now where we're at with floating solutions, like I'm giving, I, okay, we're we're recording. I should still be careful with what I'm saying. (laughs)
0: Um,
4: (laughs) You're oh, live. No. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> coast to coast. But um, we're just hanging out. You say whatever you want to say. Have a great- uh, um, <laughs> I'm I'm starting to get a little bit more um, flexibility in, in in what I'm able to uh, put forward in this, and um, we're in a position where uh, nothing is off of the table right now, Right. and um, that's definitely the kind of direction that I want to take. This project is, uh, finding a way to like serve the industry in a more tangible way. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's, I've, uh, I've existed on the fringe of the industry for a long time and it's been a really big part of my life. And so being able to, uh, build an, an offer that, uh, helps out and is also sustainable is kind of my main goal when, uh, putting this together. Uh, yeah,
2: but you're not fringe. You're, you're one of us. You may not own a center, but you're one of us. You're just as in it as we are.
4: Well, uh, I don't own a center. And so that, it does uh, sort of exclude me from some considerations at
2: (laughs) the very least. Yeah. You just don't have to deal with creme brulee. That's all. I guess that's true. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um,
4: But another thing that we want to do, and this is part of the official offer. So like this is, and I think that this is really exciting and super cool, but we want to start doing things like uh, a, uh, a floater demographic, uh sort of like database and um yeah like want to get as many float centers as we can to uh sort of petition their their own customer base and then we can uh do some data analysis on that and find out who the average floater is and then we would have a, a better idea when going into markets uh what's what's a reliable base of people for for uh creating a, a business model and, and potentially just like doing things like targeted ads and, and stuff like that. We would have that information, it wouldn't just be guesswork. Um, can I question? oh go ahead.
1: Okay. So I'm so glad you brought that up because that makes my skin tingle like my I get giddy inside. Uh-huh. Me too.
4: So I'm glad.
1: Why haven't? Why hasn't Float Helm kind of enabled those demographic metrics in the customer database today, so that we could simply like turn on a sharing mechanism that would protect PII, personal identifiable information, mm-hmm. but collect. You know, we, we collect birthday, so that's, you know, right. thing. but, you know,
0: I, I do want to just get ahead of this a little bit and say, Julia's not yeah. the float Helm expert. So I think, you know, they're trying true. to get your foot in I'm the door. I'm just trying to, this, to but...
1: socialize the idea, right? Like we all have the infrastructure to collect this data, like right now. So we could add like customized fields and do that kind of thing. And we don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but just food for thought. No, I think I'll, that would I want to. I want to yeah.
4: respond really quickly because I do have uh, ideas and, and there are concerns. We have talked about using the the Helm um, and Helmbot is what we call it now mm-hmm. um, as uh, as a a data collection tool. And we had been really resistant to this for a while, but we did finally start doing it last year for the industry report. Um, And part of that is we want to make sure that we are uh, uh, protecting people's privacy. And another is that it's, uh, there's a lot of logistical considerations involved because that infrastructure is not built into Helm. Um, So we have to sort of, Uh, retroactively sort of fit that in when we want to do those sorts of things. And even if if we could do that, it's a matter of, um, you know, making sure that we're doing it the right way. And so we have to build the pathway for that right way to exist. And it is... It's possible that here in the future when we start doing this uh, uh, demographic survey that we'll be able to incorporate Helm data to make that really, really simple so that you can just click a box on a customer's profile and be like, they opt into this survey Mm -hmm. and you can take that data. Um, I Don't quote anybody on that. I'm not. Again, I don't work for the Helm. Dear God, I do not work for the Helm. (laughs) Um, But... uh, We also want to make sure that we're not pulling exclusively from the helm. So we want to make sure that uh, this is something that's accessible to uh, centers regardless of what platform they are using for, for booking software. Can I
0: back up to the overall marketing question of of the demographic stuff of how many of you look at like say you're doing face a facebook ad how many of you jump into that ad and actually break down like was it male female what was the age click through Mm -hmm. stuff price per click all that who goes in there and looks at at those details and what kind of stuff do you glean
1: from it oh yeah i used to do it obsessively Uh but you know i've gotten away from it but kim you're probably doing that often right
2: Yeah. And, you know, between my, my center and then, you know, what I'm doing for other centers, I don't do ads for other centers, but I do their just general social media. So I'm always looking at their audience, looking at our audience. And universally so far, it's about 80%, 75 to 80% female uh, age, 35 to 50 for your ads for um, just for clientele in general, Uh your followers, who's engaging with your posts, all of that. So we don't run a lot of ads um, at SukiNo yet. You know, that's something that definitely needs to change and will be a major focus for the rest of the year given <laughs> you know, our current climate. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's the world's different. And if you haven't run ads a lot in the past, it's time to uh, invest in some marketing. You know, right, it, it's right. it's a big deal right now. Right now, it's a, it's a numbers game, you know. And so you've got to get more people who are following you to buy from you. Um, but from everything that I'm seeing, you know, for all the centers that I've helped and and for our own, it's pretty consistent across the board.
4: Um, well, and you have to consider that's also uh, social media use because when we look mm-hmm. at, um, yes, you know, the the demographics of f- floaters,
2: um, mm-hmm. you got that's a really good point too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. They're not all on there, refreshing their feed throughout the day. Okay. Yeah. Um, during yeah. the COVID closure, um, a lo- I pulled a lot of ads because it's like, oh, I'm not trying to get you in the door. So I mm-hmm. set it to uh, a lot more wide you know, wide net ads or top mm-hmm. of the filter, the, <laughs> the wide part of just like, come learn about floating. you know, Don't, don't book an appointment, but just educate yourself. And um, I did an A-B. T- Actually, I don't think I initially did an A-B test, but I ended up switching it to an A-B test. And I'll tell you what, what it happened. Um, One had a picture of a girl floating on it. um, The initial one, Um, female presenting, not sexual. I mean, I I will say I have lost a little bit of context as far as that goes when photographing because, like, it doesn't. I've I've done photography enough that I I just have lost my like equilibrium of what zero is. And and
6: uh, you photograph hot chicks all the time.
0: All the time. That's right. Um, I honestly, I think everybody I photograph is beautiful. Uh, and my job is to capture their beauty and the beauty of floating. That is true. I just want to say that's been my
6: one critique of our, of uh, the photos is a lot of times they're just too attractive.
0: Well, and, and let me tell you, so, so this photo, and I wish I could, I'll try to share it on the the page. Um, It was all, not all, but a lot of men were clicking on this link. And so the point of Advertising is not necessarily just to get eyeballs. It's to get the right eyeballs to <laughs> what you're going towards. And so yep. um, I ended up switching it to an A-B test and um, uh, put a guy floating in a in a float tank on there. And all of a sudden, w- the A, female one, uh, was getting... Way more clicks, and it was all men I mean, 80% men over 55 or 50 or 55 clicking on that link, um, which is part of our demographic at the float shop, but it's not the majority. Um, and then the one with uh, a man on it was, uh, you know, like 60 40 women clicking on it, or you know, Facebook marks this female on there. Uh, so that was a big eye opener for me. And Luke, yes. Um, th- such an interesting question of who to get into the float tank. Part of it is simply when I go on, like, so there are several sources that I go to for, um, getting people to model in a float tank, Instagram and, uh, model mayhem are two websites. So that in and itself creates a particular type of person who wants to jump in front of the camera. Um, and are and you know, 20 something females are the easiest to get in front of the Mm -hmm. camera men don't respond to me frequently. Um, They also no show more frequently and not, not to say that's an excuse, um, but it's just when I'm spinning so many plates that that comes up. Um, And then the other part of it is then I look at what images get purchased on our pixie set page. um, And oftentimes it's the, the cute girl that gets purchased most Mm -hmm. frequently. Um, Now with that being said, um, you know, I want to make money, right? Like that's the idea of, of opening a business. Well, I mean, that's not why, like we <laughs> open the float center, but something you want to do is pay the bills. Um, and so I've always made sure it's an aim for me to show, uh, different genders, presenting genders to show, uh, different ethnicities. And all of that has gone into, um, what we do, um, for lower selling ones. Sometimes those are, bonus sets. Um, mm-hmm. so if like you're on the, the highest grade, you get those for free, but, uh, for other Patreon supporters, you have to pay another couple bucks to get those. Um, because I still want to create that content. I really enjoy making that content. Um, but it isn't the leader of who, you know, who purchases that content. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I think it's interesting too is, you know, thinking about the differences between, um, you know, who's actually just viewing it and who's actually converting to a paying client. Mm-hmm, and I've had mm-hmm. so many folks who have come in the door and I have not, we haven't done any custom photography at all yet for our center. I've only used um, Art of the Float photos. Mm-hmm. And I've had so many people who've come in and said that they love that we have such diverse images and that we have, quote, everyday people. Um, who are represented, you know, and that there's just such a a diverse range of folks so far. And, you know, that's, that's a huge draw for the people who are coming in the door. I mean, maybe the problem is I'm just too good. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's it, Dylan. (laughs) It all comes down to that. Yeah. But I think, you know, having those diverse options really helps. And I I'd love to see that continue on um, and even more so.
0: And, so, oh, this is, I, I always, uh, I never want to take up too much time talking about my own stuff, but. Um, hey, we love it. Perfect. It's
2: the Art of the so, Float podcast. You should. So <laughs> Brian,
0: who, I, Brian doesn't like, he's not behind the scenes every episode anymore, which is really too bad, um, but uh, he, he's still the other half of Art of the Float. And he fields most of like the Patreon questions and Facebook questions and stuff like that when people message us. And we'll get messages like, we need more white people in you're like, like you're too, too much color because we are in a demographic area that is all white people, you know? And it's like, oh yeah, that, that does make sense. Um, we are and, too,
6: but I make a point to put the black folk on there and just every color that you can because of what Kim said, because I we mean, want to appeal to those people who,
0: yes, yeah. I, and that's definitely the camp that I lean towards as well.
6: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but you you keep that, doing your own thing.
2: I so, use less of the, the young models there, there are a couple of individual images that I love, but I use even less of those than I do.
0: And and so I will say, and, um, I would say last year, my main goal was ethnic diversity. And this year, my main goal is age diversity is getting way more people over 30. And I don't, I'm not going to hit the mark every time. And I will say I have gotten very low on content because of, uh, yeah, that's yeah. all. I'll it's a hard time
2: to stand close to people and take yeah, pictures right, exactly. Now,
0: right? Take it a, I, Yeah, exactly. Take I did just do my first photo shoot with a mask on, and that was uh, somewhat difficult, um, uh, especially like I. Yeah, it gets very hot for for me. I'm sweating. I, oh yeah, I had my first drop of sweat hit a model. That was a great great moment. Um, oh, so there's a little they behind the, scenes. the extra. <laughs> no, they're very cool. But uh, I would have. Yeah, I believe that's why I'm not going to hire you. Um, but uh, actually, that's you not true. I'd photograph you it. anytime. I'd love to photograph you. Um, but but uh, let's see here. What was I'll I'm model saying? for you. I'll just say that, you know. Please, Please. let's do it. Um, I would love
2: do that. it. Yet. That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, so anyway, yeah. I want to reel back real quick. So, Juliet, sure. yes. a Yes and yes. Yes. But, yes. Um, so, uh, gosh, where we we? Uh, ethnic diversity. And so, like, Patreon is cheap, right? Like, my aim right out of the gate was, this is not breaking your bank. You are getting content. On the cheap, but the flip side of that is it's—I don't want to say grab bag isn't the right word—but you get what you get every single month, and that might not be the gender or ethnicity or whatever it is that you're looking for in that moment. Uh, But the idea is that you build up this content over time, so every time you want to make a post, you've always got that perfect shot. You know, I always try to make sure there's ones with space to the left so you can have text, and then I make sure that one's the face is centered so that you can um, just have that eye-catching image. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to always have that content. Um, flowing out that in the moment it might not be exactly the right thing, but over time it builds up and if you always want just that specific perfect image, then you should not sign up for a patreon, go onto our pixie set and just buy those images individually, which mm-hmm. you know the price goes up for that, but um then you get to be uh choosier about that uh so yeah that's that 's how that works um, yes, and uh I photograph it it 's <laughs> kind of fun um well i, I don't want i 't want to say You're too much standing. about how. I'm, yeah, I, I love what I do. It's really fun. Um, and uh, uh, different gender uh, presenting gender differently. What? How do I Juliet? You can probably help me with this. Gender nonconforming uh, is uh, also something that I'm doing more of currently. And um, those are generally going to be bonus sets. So that is not going to be what every float center wants to put out there. Um, and so those are generally going to be bonus sets. I humbly disagree. Great. We could try out yours and see how people respond to it. Um, I'm totally open to that. Um, What was I going to say?
2: Well, Dylan, can I tell you a project that I'm working on right now that uses the video?
0: Yes, real quick. I just want to say that I've held off on bonus sets being released just because during COVID, uh, we've reduced our price a whole bunch. And then just asking more money from people just didn't feel right. So I'm holding mm -hmm. off on those things. So please, yes, go ahead.
2: So we... Hey, sorry
5: uh, to interrupt. I think I lost my audio. So thank you very much again for doing (laughs) it. Everybody be well, eh? Thank you, sir. Have a great evening. Thank
2: you for joining us.
0: Thank you. Bye.
2: So we are working on re uh revamping the wall behind our reception desk. And I posted in the Float Collective um last week or so, I think about it, just trying to to see what some folks had, um what their perspective was about using a monitor or a television screen. Oh yeah. And uh we're switching to a commercial uh commercial digital signage screen and um it'll be installed next week. But with that we're doing we'll have some like really just peaceful screen like screensaver beautiful images with our logo and that'll serve as kind of our, our welcoming sign. But, um, we're also using it to help with our sales process and like our pricing menu and all of that. And right now we have a, you know, a, a little printout that's in a, an acrylic flyer holder that sits on the mm-hmm. uh, the desk and I hate it because it's just awkward. It takes up space. I hate clutter on my desk. Like I yeah. hate it. And especially cause we always have a product that's featured like on the corner. And so it's just in the way. So I'm switching to this digital screen. And um, what I find a lot of is people are always like overwhelmed after a float. They know they want to come back and do it again, mm. but do they go for the membership Do they upgrade to the intro package? Like we have a clear path that we want them to follow. Um, but having everything on one screen or on one piece of paper, especially because we have the salt cave too. Um, just, that can feel really overwhelming. And so we're really specializing like a screen that if it's your first float, this is what you see when you come out. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're using the little video clips, um, from the, the Patreon oh, um, to put in behind the, you know, first float, here's what's next, you nice. know, kind of nice. thing. Um, and then, you know, the same thing, like whenever it's someone's last float on their intro package, they come out, we have a screen that, that's available that shows membership options. Whoa. And so Whoa. it's helping us to like really fine tune that, wow. that scale funnel. But the, the eye catcher is really the fact that, oh, wait, did that just move? That just nice. moved and like just those little yeah. subtle yeah. movements really catch your eye so I'm super excited putting all that together with your your little clips so I want to see more of those
0: they're coming mm-hmm. the video clips have been a mm-hmm. whole new learning experience just like the photography out of the gates like oh everything I take has a light reflection or my own <laughs> face <laughs> reflecting in the water this is completely <laughs> different than a portrait you know yeah <laughs> been a learning. And um, because, I mean
2: we don't want to portray like movement in a float like you don't want people partying in there <laughs> but Something that'll just catch your eye. That oh wait
4: that's okay like cool I'll create live. more of that. Got it. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, video content, is definitely going to be uh, featured in in the Bowie project as well. So we will be putting awesome. some of that together for which uh, works. That's something that uh, works really well in social media, and mm-hmm. um, if right. if we have one group doing it for a bunch of people then that's a little bit easier than everyone trying to put it together themselves exactly exactly uh we are
0: getting wow yeah it's um about time to wrap this up the julia you guys
1: when you're having a great time uh,
0: you yeah. guys i just needed to hang out tonight <laughs> I just so i'm so much. glad
1: thank you for the idea dylan uh, i just I, wanted um, to where the I conversation guest yeah.
0: didn't we come up with this two weeks ago on the show somebody brought this up i don't think it was my idea. Yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, Juliet, I was curious if you're if you're comfortable talking about it would you mind talking about your float in that escape pod and you said that is where you came out to yourself yeah a lot of questions come up to me uh, Mm -hmm. when you say that can you walk me back whether it's years or days before that float and then what happened in that float for you before we close the show and take your time I don't mean to rush you
4: uh, well, I have shared the story before um, and uh, I like my, my uh, float conference talk was uh, a lot about this. And although I didn't name Jeremy Warner on stage. So um, well, he's been named now. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I also, I, there's a blog post about it um, on the floating solutions blog. Which we'll came we'll, out
0: we'll include links then.
8: Sure.
4: Um, but yeah, uh, this was back when I first, uh, joined Floating Solutions. I got hired on to Floating Solutions and then about two weeks afterwards, I joined Graham and Ashcon and went, uh, on float tour.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that you came to Chicago. Yeah, I did. Just started. I remember remember that you came to Portland. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's when I first met you. Yeah. Right. Right. When I first met a lot of people in the industry, which is really weird uh, for me personally.
0: (laughs) Right out of the gate. I love that.
4: Yeah. But uh, I I would definitely prefer if everyone forgot uh, my old name. Uh, So as a professional courtesy, anybody listening who might remember me from back then, just conveniently forget that name if you still remember it i won't tell you what it is um no need yeah um so we went on this uh big wild road trip and uh it was like everything that graham and Ashcon do uh crazy ambitious and exhausting Mm. and you know we had like 18 hours on the road some days and like other days we were visiting, uh, nine float centers in a day. And, um, wow. We ended up visiting 127 float center centers, uh, in the course of, uh, three months on the road. Um, and like 33 States and, uh, five Canadian provinces. Um, so it was huge. It was it was massive. It was nonstop. Um, and Graham and Ashcon definitely loved every second of it. And I was <laughs> constantly playing catch up with the two of them. Huh. Um, uh, while at the same time, I was like, yeah, I know what floating is. Um, I had actually right. been... Um, I had been floating at Float On since it opened. Um, so I had been... Um, it wasn't my first float or anything before going into it, but it was definitely um a major leap into the industry and a lot of trial by water, as Graham likes to say. Um, but it was it was really exhausting and like long road trips and um a lot of uh stress and like reassessing where I was at in my life just in general on that trip because Mm -hmm. this was um, also uh, a big step for me as far as like a career point because I wanted to do something that I was much more passionate about than like um, the past work that I had been doing. And um, so about midway through the trip – we had gone all the way down the west coast uh, across to the east coast back up and then had dipped through into ontario then back down into the midwest and went into nebraska and um we went and visited uh jeremy warner who was really excited to see Graham Nashcon. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows this about Jeremy Warner, but the reason that he got into the industry in the first place, he was selling vacuums door to door initially and he hated it. Um, and he decided that he wanted to try something else. And he had vaguely heard about floating and the very first float conference got advertised to him. And he was like, yeah, I want to try that out. So he bought a ticket, flew out to Portland, uh, showed up a little early and his very first float was at Float On before the first float conference. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, and then he, like, like of course, it was the first float conference. Everything went wrong. He helped, like, uh, put out fires and, like, set up oh. chairs and for, like, seating and everything because, like, everything was going wrong. And he was just, like, got really into the industry like he just loved it he loved graham and Ashcon. he loved floating but he didn't like the idea of having a float center so he's like yeah i'm gonna build these tanks like he's like i could do that uh so we started building tanks um and so he was doing that for a long long time and then um right when he built the aphelion when we were coming through so it was his newest tank um he had only sold a couple of them and he still had his prototype set up in his basement. Um, and so we came through and he wanted to give us the best hospitality possible because, you know, they, uh, Graham and Ashcon had sent him on this whole new like trajectory in life. Mm. And um, so he got us, he got us really high. Um, <laughs> and um, Jeremy Warner, I know. <laughs> um <laughs> It will shock so many of you to yes. know. Um, but I didn't uh, handle my uh, my drugs very well back then. And so I was getting pretty anxious and I couldn't like, because uh. uh, he pulled out the good shit uh, is what happened. And um, so I was having a hard time, f- you know, uh, forming sentences, forming <laughs> yeah, sentences. Wow, yeah, wow. And so he's like, hey, does anybody want to try out my new float tank? And I'm just like, yeah. And, um, and like I said, I was feeling really, really anxious and it was, uh, it was compounded by all of this, like, uh, uh, self-reflection that I had been doing on the road and all this sort of stuff. And I had been generally kind of, um, unhappy. And, uh, so I hopped in, I hopped in this tank and with the aphelion, you know, you have the option with the bubble that you can, uh, sort of see your reflection in there if you have a oh. little light and he had this um, shelf in there with a, uh, an LED where you could turn that on and you could see yourself. And it was pretty cool because you're just like staring at yourself, like floating in space. And really I was cool. in this like altered mind space <laughs> and um, looking at myself. And I started um, projecting my uh, uh, my self consciousness onto this reflection of myself that I was looking at while I was yeah. floating and and in sort of this like surreal sort of uh, uh when you say self consciousness do you mean like
0: insecurity self consciousness yeah yeah, yeah. Or, wow okay. exactly yeah
4: and um I was able to sort of uh disassociate from my personal biases and and hang ups and take a uh, uh, more like a a th- bird's eye view of my life, I guess, and look at um, things in a way that was a little more um, impartial, I guess. Um, And uh, as I was looking at this reflection, hanging out um, inverted, like upside down and and backwards, um, I started trying to be a little more proactive instead of thinking about like the things that I didn't like, like what would I like to be? And so I started visualizing my idealized self. And as it turns out, she was a woman mm. and, um, it was, uh, it was a sort of Eureka moment. And, um, and so it clicked a whole lot of things about, um, hangups that I had had and, and, um, issues that I had growing up and in the past and, and, um, in in my current life at that time and um so then it it was just like this sense of uh, just like realization and it was like figuring out a a a complicated math problem and i just like i just finally saw it clearly and of course that was the answer and it was always the answer
0: so it was like eureka i got it not like oh god i I have this thing that that showed itself to me, but I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not sure. No, no, no. It was. No, like, no. It, yeah, it, was <laughs> it was so much more
4: like the like it like looking at a, a math problem and and not being able to figure it out until you s- solve it, yeah. and then of course that's the answer. And it was always the answer. You right. just couldn't right. do the correct calculus to figure that end point out.
1: Um, can and, I ask a question, Juliet? When sure? Well, I should yeah. Tell me if I can ask it before I ask it. Um, did you immediately communicate that to Graham and Ashkon? No. Did you hold it inside? How? How did that? I mean, only if you feel comfortable talking about it. But. No,
4: this is actually great. I'm I'm very comfortable with this because they handled it superbly. Um, so, um, and part of the reason that it took me so long to come out to myself is that I very much had my own hangups about gender and sexuality. Um, before this point, and I had to do a lot of unlearning after coming out to myself and um, um, educating and and growing and and, uh, even more self-acceptance. But um, I didn't say anything to anybody. Um, I was terrified too. Um, As it turns out, um, there's not a whole lot of broad social acceptance for uh, being transgender. in, in society. And I had assumed that everyone that I was around kind of had the same hangups that I did. And, uh, um, right. um, yeah. And I had known Graham a long time and, uh, and, and Ashkahn too, but, um, Graham and I were friends first. And, um, so th- The worst possible scenario is what I, all I could think about, which was, um, you know, I'm, I still have a month and a half on this road trip. Oh my God. Uh, And what if it goes terribly? I can't say anything. And so I just suffered in silence for a month and a half. Wow. Um, while just, like, feverishly, like, researching in the background um, of, like, what to do when I get back home.
0: When you say suffering in silence, is it just the the need to tell somebody? Or was it the oh, fact yeah. that this would just be who you'd be... I need to bounce these ideas off of somebody. Was it... The, I mean, was both. It
4: the, okay. Like, and, and, like, if this was my... Like, I had known Graham for years and I had considered him one of my best friends. So I still do. Um, and... um And and so, you know, his, his approval did mean a lot to me. And like, I really cared about this job, even though I had just gotten it. Uh, So I didn't want to jeopardize that and I didn't want to. And so there was a lot of of baggage wrapped up in in this whole like coming out thing. And of course I knew that it had to happen because as soon as I stepped out of the tank, I knew that I was going to transition. Um. I, I knew that there literally wasn't another option for me. Um, so we had decided um, at a certain point when we were in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, we had been on the road for so long. And um, we decided that instead of uh, going to Seattle, we would um skip Seattle at first, head back to Portland and we could sleep in our own beds oh. and, um, and, and get a little bit of a break and then go back up the next weekend. And so we were doing this nine hour drive from Vancouver, British Columbia, all the way back to Portland in the middle of the night. And uh, Ashcon, um, as is his want was uh, sleeping in the back because ashcon can sleep anywhere at any time. <laughs> oh, wow. You don't know like this yes. about, if you don't know this about Ashcon it is, it is inc- an incredible superpower, <laughs> but um, so he's asleep in the back and um, I'm keeping Graham company while he's driving down and we're cruising along um, I five on uh, in Washington. And so I'm just like, Hey, I've got this wild thing that I have to tell you. And, uh, it happened to me on this trip. And I, like, I just need to, I need to tell somebody, I need to tell somebody. (laughs) And, um, he's like, yeah, okay. And he's like, what is it? And I was like, well, uh, yeah, I had this wild thing happen and I figured something out and it turns out, um, I'm a, I'm a woman. And, he didn't say anything and he was really quiet for a little. And he just goes, huh. And I was like, you need to have more of a response to that. (laughs) And then he starts like collecting his thoughts and he says, well, when we started this trip, I kind of thought I would be the one to have the like life altering revelation and that's all, like, that was what he had to say. About <laughs> it. Um, I mean, that's cool. but, you know, and then we started talking about it and he yeah. asked me about, um, you know, some thoughts and things and, and it was a really good conversation, but like, that was his like, that's pretty funny. That was his big, um, his big hang up at the time. And right. he's, <laughs> he's been, uh, nothing but completely supportive and, and, uh, in through the entire process. And I've been really grateful. Um, it's actually really funny. Before I came out to myself, a little bit before I came out to myself, um, Ashkan and I were um, driving down the road, and um, we were um, we were playing a, um, uh, a a game. I'm gonna. Oh, geez, I yes. love this story. Yes. Oh, go ahead. What? <laughs> uh, I love this story, but it does. Dead name me a little bit, so um, everyone just be kind with this information. Um, I, I Wait, trust the before
1: of- you before you you say do don't, don't, don't no Gloria, no. <laughs> well, let's just make sure you're comfortable because yeah. no
4: no no. Okay. I, I love right. the story too much, and okay. I All right. <laughs> and I I trust and love the industry. You know, I I if I That's can trust sure. anybody with this yeah. information, it is the people in the float community. Um, so, um, I spent the majority of my life going by my initials. Um, Hmm. and so, uh, Ashkahn and I were, were sort of, uh, occupying our time. I was, I was driving and we were, um, he was in the front seat and we were just sort of like playing a game and we were pretending to, uh, send messages back and forth to each other on a ham radio. (laughs) <laughs> and our uh, call signs were our names in uh, the NATO phonetic alphabet. Um, so, oh my gosh! So, uh, I, I would, uh, I w- would be, uh, I, w- I would say like, yeah, come in, Alpha Sierra Hotel Kilo Alpha Hotel November. This is Juliet Tango. Do you copy? Whoa. And he says, Yeah, I read you loud and clear, Juliet Tango. Go ahead so he I never like had show. to yeah the the joke being that uh he had the big, long, complicated uh call sign that he never had to say um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's awesome, and I had the the short, cool one that I never really that's got funny. to use, um, that's but funny. um, yeah, Juliet Tango stuck around, and I was like, I really like that, um. And so, when I came out to Graham uh Ashkahn was asleep, so i wasn 't able to uh to have that conversation with him, but I did a couple of days after we got back um, I invited him over to like hang out and we watched the Muppet movie um because mm-hmm. he had never seen it um,
1: oh it's the best movie.
4: brilliant
0: movie yeah actually yeah. great Love film
4: i'm <laughs> i'm a good. huge fan of the Muppets um outing myself again um <laughs> okay. but um i after we watched the movie i was like hey i got this thing i gotta i gotta tell you and um it's kind of wild and uh so and then i told him that i was trans and he's like oh that's, that's cool and, I was like, and another thing like you kind of helped me come up with my name and Mind you, this had been like more than a month past when we were playing this game that one time in the in the in the R V. And as soon as I said that, he's like, Is it Juliet Tango? You're gonna be Juliet Tango? And I was like, Yeah, it is like he knew instantly. <laughs> That's and, so cool. Um, yeah. So if you're ever at a party with Ashcon and he ever <laughs> takes credit for giving me my name, uh, which he does, uh it's absolutely true. Nice. I fully concede it, um, and despite the many wild uh stories that he has come up with, that one I can at least lend <laughs> credibility to so,
1: amazing story yeah.
0: I love it <sighs> Thank you, thank you for sharing. Yeah. I have more questions. I want to just do another entire podcast just uh interviewing <laughs> you and talking
4: with you about i this, have I... actually offered to do that for you on Art of the float um talking about your transition yeah i i told you this last
0: time that i went <laughs> on the show um
4: it's dylan I, he
2: spaces out sometimes yeah well it's not just okay. the
0: spacing is how many episodes but i think <laughs> for me it's about staying on target for what the the target the aim is for this particular show mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that would be me doing starting up another podcast which i do think i'm out. um but I, just,
4: uh, I have such a cool story. That's all. It's you know.
0: true, you do.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, Very cool. And uh, yeah, it brings me to tears. Uh, let's see here. I want to wrap up this talk. This has been so nice. Um, I uh, oh gosh, um, it oftentimes comes to me to uh, like make sure that we have a topic and all that stuff. And the other guys are always ready to go. Kim is rearing five minutes early every time. Gloria and Drew are there on time every time and um i just have been puttering out recently uh with uh with the float shop and covid black lives matter just everything going on Mm. all the time is important and it's also exhausting um and so this has been just a great uh just refreshing time to hang out and hopefully if we turn this into a podcast episode this also is nice for other people to listen to and juliet thanks so much for just sharing who you are and your story and being so confidently willing to share all those um, insecurities and things that have become things that you are confident in. And uh, I just appreciate that so much. I appreciate you.
4: Thank you. Uh, I, you know, I've told you this, but you know, I, I, I listen to the show. I, I like it. And uh, it, <laughs> I feel like I, I know y'all, Mm. Um, better than I do. We have a bit of a parasocial relationship because I just get to like eavesdrop on <laughs> right. all your conversations. <laughs> um, but I, you all are, are are sweet and wonderful people and, and uh, a good voice for the industry. So it's, it's nice you. to get to hang out. That means a lot.
0: Let's see here. To our listeners, we didn't really have an intro. Do we have to do an outro? Uh, let's just go ahead and wrap this one up. Thanks to uh for supporting us. Float Away.com is where you want to go if you're interested in getting a float tank. Um, and maybe you're not ready to pull the trigger right now, but then maybe this is exactly the time to get ready for your float center (laughs) either way. uh, Again, contact with Ginny and Colin because they're an amazing couple who do uh, make amazing float tanks. And thanks to Kim for taking our show notes live every episode. Thanks to Kim, Drew, Gloria, uh, the other Graham and everybody else who joined us tonight. I really appreciate it. And of course, special thanks to you, Juliet, for joining us and congrats on launching the buoy project. I'm really excited to see that take uh, flight or float as it were and mm-hmm. uh, start supporting the float industry. So thank you guys. Uh, let's see here. It would be D for Delta. What would, what would C be? What's the C?
4: Charlie. Charlie.
0: All right. This is Delta Charlie signing off. <laughs> Talk to you next week. <laughs>